What's going on to all my beautiful listeners on podcast? Um, if by any chance you guys just hear a dead a dead space sound after the thirty second uh, advertisement on Anchor, please let me know so I can delete that episode and I can re-record it. Okay, because I wouldn't know unless you guys let me know. Alright, I just record, post, and um, keep it moving. During this episode, I want to talk about uh, how you how to become aware of your feelings, alright, <clears throat> that can become an emotion, and how to develop a metaphysical detachment or boundary between the true self and the feeling now it is very important to have space with every feeling that's coming in your body system very very important because you know feelings are visitors they come in and out of the body and regardless if you are aware of it or not the body system is like a psychic sponge some are more aware of this than others And some are more attuned to it than others. These are usually feelers or moody people, such as myself. (laughs) All right. Um, But it is very important to develop uh, a wall or a boundary metaphysically within yourself between your feelings and your true self. Because once you... Um, Once that feeling comes in the body system, and let's say you become receptive to it, you're going to automatically start developing a certain perspective behind it, and then you're going to also develop a belief behind it, and then you're going to start believing that that is true about yourself, and then that is going to create your reality. It's going to restrict you or limit you within a certain perspective. Okay, I'll give you guys a perfect example. Let's say you guys, one of you guys are at work and you have a very harsh supervisor. He seems very cold, very detached and just very critical. And he comes up to you and he starts telling you all the things about you that, um, doesn't make you right he starts saying all the things he starts criticizing your work ethics he starts pinpointing everything you're doing wrong okay at the job now if you're not aware of yourself first and foremost and you're not aware of the feeling that you are um basically allowing within your body system as this individual is telling you these things okay you're just gonna absorb it you're gonna start embodying it and then you're going to start believing it okay now outside information um when somebody's basically telling you about yourself which is outside information um sometimes the the information you receive is beneficial for your own personal development but there's, there are a lot of times where 
um, a lot of the information you're receiving from outside of you um, is more of a projection, you know. And in order for you to become a master at knowing what can help you out with external information and knowing what is really a projection is by having alone time, okay? And also becoming in tune with yourself and your feelings and emotions, okay? Because not only is there external energy, but there's also energy within our being, all right? And then the energy that's within our being, that's the authentic self. That's the source, the soul, okay? Um, but... You know, you have to learn how to have space between yourself and the feeling you're receiving from outside of you. Okay? Because if you don't develop this metaphysical wall, space, boundary, whatever you want to call it, you know, like I mentioned, you're going to become receptive to it. You're going to absorb it. You're going to start embodying it, which is going to become an emotion. And you're going to start believing that that's really you. Okay. A lot of times people don't work on themselves and don't evolve and don't grow and don't step out of their own comfort zone because of the many things that external sources or entities have said to them. Okay. And they don't have the intelligence of perception. They don't have the intelligence of projection you know, and they will just listen to these, these external quotation advices. And next thing you know, they end up holding themselves back. But now these people outside of you that say these things to you, whether they're negative, positive, whatever it is, you know, we can't really point the finger at them and, you know, blame them for saying negative things to us okay it's not their fault all right because they're working from their false self a lot of the entities on this physical are operating from their ego their false self so they're constantly projecting and deflecting so a lot of times what people are saying to you is more uh of a reflection of what's going on in their unconscious but they will say it from a third uh a third person perspective because they don't know how to listen to the words. They don't know how to think before they speak. They don't even know how to introspect within those words. And ask themselves like, okay, what I'm about to tell this person, does this have more to do with them or with me? They don't know how to do that. You understand what I'm saying? People are just constantly deflecting. And a lot of people talk before thinking. Because they're operating from the ego. Okay. Um, so it's very important to not take external information <clears throat> wholeheartedly. There is useful external information for your personal development. But at the same time, that that information, you have to first ask yourself, like, or you have to make you have to feel first. When you listen to this external information, you have to make sure you feel first, because if you're not feeling first and you think first, then you're going to believe what whatever is outside of you. But if you feel first 
you're going to say, okay, this information synchronizes with me. I feel like this can help me through my personal development because we all are a work in progress. Okay. And only the ego thinks it's perfect. At the same time, only the ego doesn't like to take accountability, doesn't know how to self-reflect. And, you know, it doesn't even know how to acknowledge its own flaws. All right. So, you know, if you really want to evolve and grow, you have to seriously become very humble on the physical. Okay. You have to become very humble in the, through your own journey. Okay. And it's easy to say, oh, I'm humble. I'm humble. But your actions are going to really show it. You know, that's why talk is cheap. And this is why those that are really doing the inner work, they don't say too much. They're, they tend to be quiet people. And I'm talking about the ones that are really doing the inner work. Or when we look at just life, you will notice that the older somebody gets, the quieter they become. Because life humbles them. With an age and experience and shit, life humbles them. All right. So if you're going around saying, I'm humble, I'm humble, I'm humble, you're not there yet. <laughs> you know, when you're really humble, you're not even talking. Because you start realizing that one, that if you're going to say something, you have to take accountability for what's going to come out of your mouth. You have to make sure that you living that truth. You feel me? You have to also make sure that Whatever comes out of your mouth, you putting action behind it. See how that works? So that's why those that are really doing their inner work, they tend to be quiet people. Because they know if they're going to say something, it's going to come from substance. They're not going around rambling and opening their mouths to everybody. Because at the end of the day, you know, what's going on outside of you is not in your business. What's going on inside of you, that's your business. All right. But at the same time, you got to watch it with the type of stuff you believe from anything outside of you. Okay. Because every feeling will carry a certain um, energetic vibration, whether it's negative or positive. And then if you absorb that feeling, you're going to start perceiving yourself from that from that feeling. All right, and you and then you're gonna start believing that's you. So if somebody comes to you and tells you, Oh, you're stupid, you're slow, you're not capable of anything, you know, or like I mentioned earlier, the your boss telling um speaking down to you. If you really believe these things, you know what I'm saying? You are the only one holding you back. <clears throat> not not the external person telling you these things. You yourself. See how that works? Forget about what external things are telling you. You always have to ask yourself, you know, but why did I even believe that? You know, because if you truly knew yourself, you wouldn't believe anything outside of you. You will know who you are. You will be very solid in your being. Okay? And, and it's not to the point where you're arrogant and you can't take, like I said, external information. You know, but you will take only external information if it synchronizes with you. Other than that, you don't 
you don't really feel affected by what people are saying about you or how people perceiving you or the things they say to you. Okay. So this is why it's important to hold a metaphysical, um, a metaphysical wall or a metaphysical space between you and your feelings that are coming in your body because they're visitors. All right. And then next thing you know, the older you get, you're going to come to that realization like, wow, me listening to these low frequency people saying that I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to be capable of anything or, or you're like I mentioned earlier, your boss coming at you, criticizing your work ethic, me listening to that individual really created this barrier around me, which is fear. And I just, and I just kept myself concealed within my own fears because somebody projected their fears onto me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, to really start seeing, you know, through the many layers of the many different vibrations that you're going to basically be feeling in your body. You have to have a lot of alone time. There's no other escape from it. You know? A lot of alone time. You may even have to have moments where you're not in a relationship. Because when you're in a relationship, you have an energy exchange with that, with that individual. So that, that right there is not allowing you to take all of your energy and put it inward. Which is self-love. You know? And that's what I'm saying. Like, you you have to take some sacrifices. Okay, you have to take some sacrifices if you really, really want to do the inner work. And you want to discover your true self. Okay? Because there's the false self and there's the true self. Alright? Now, like I mentioned, we all have many things we need to work on. We all do. Okay? Um, for example... <clears throat> Um, people that tend to become successful in the matrix, right? Like, let's use people that play sports. You know, they got where they got because they practice a lot. They apply themselves. They didn't just wake up overnight and said, oh, I'm very gifted with these type of um, qualities. And now I'm a professional. Nah. They apply themselves. They kept practicing, right? And and that's the repetitive nature of the ego because the ego needs to be on a repetitive mode, right? It's a very fixated vibration. So they, they apply themselves. They kept practicing and eventually they became a professional. You know, when you practice something for so long, for so long, eventually you're just going to start doing it and you're not even going to think about it. Because you program your subconscious to uh, get in tune with the rhythm of that particular um, trait that you was trying to um, get into or whatever, right? Whatever it is, whatever skill you're trying to get into, you know, you end up programming your subconscious to get into the rhythm of that because the subconscious operates from rhythm. So once it gets into the rhythm of it, you just start doing things without even thinking about it. 
you know and then people at people will look at you and say damn how are you so good at that skill i can't even like come close to doing that how you do it like that like without thinking about it or anything you know you do it without breaking breaking a sweat right and that's because you kept practicing and you kept practicing and you kept practicing until it leaves the brain okay once it leaves the brain and it and it gets into the subconscious eventually that becomes a skill you develop you know and this this also relates with individuals that are born with certain gifts because there are people born with gifts you know some people are born artistic some people uh are born naturally as athletics athletic you know or some people are naturally good at whatever right whatever it is these individuals the reason they're born with these natural gifts or talents is because they have practiced so much in their previous lives you know that when they get reincarnated they remember that within their junk dna because there's a lot of things within our being that's very mysterious okay the rational mind cannot understand how the hell we know certain things you know what i'm saying but when you get reincarnated some of those those skills or traits that you have practiced through many many lives just you know become activated within your junk dna all right there's also individuals that don't even know they they have certain skills that's the crazy part there's certain individuals they don't even know that they have skills like they're they're like freaking 45 years old and all of a sudden they're like oh my god i'm actually artistic and i never knew i could draw there's a lot of individuals like that that they don't even know they didn't even know all along that they had a certain skill you know but you know overall where i'm going at with all of this type of information is like you know don't take anything outside of you personal always make sure you have space within your feelings make sure you are the observer not the absorber okay and you got to watch it with all your beliefs and and also how you're perceiving everything on the physical you got to watch it with these things always question your beliefs because that could either be your worst enemy or it can be your savior and then you don't even realize it's your worst enemy until you're much older you know what i'm saying because if you think back 10 years down you couldn't you know you you will probably say damn i was stupid i, I can't believe i used to think like that you know what i'm saying i can't believe i used to do those type of things that's self-reflection okay and if you guys are not good with self-reflecting get a book on self-reflection so you can learn how to do that all right but you know just make sure that you are the observer you know but at the same time if there's if there is certain things that somebody's saying is true make sure it synchronizes with you with you okay and then work on it you know or apply yourself you feel me that's that's the ego the ego's not really your enemy 
It's just that people are not aware of it. So it becomes your enemy when you're not aware of it. But the moment you become aware of it, then it's not your enemy. Okay, so the whole repetitive thing, like practicing nonstop, that comes from the ego. Because the ego is a very fixated, repetitive vibration. It needs to do everything the same on a constant nature. Okay, because it's, it's fixated. It doesn't like change. You know, so... That's how you can use your ego for your own benefit, you know, by practicing and applying yourself and, evolve, you know, keep evolving, keep growing. And, uh, you, you know, just keep working on yourself. Forget about what this person is doing. Forget about what that person is doing. The journey has to do more with you and what's going on inside of you. All right. The moment you worry about this person and what they're doing, and the moment you comparing yourself with the next person, that's your ego doing that. And you, and that's why I say you got to become aware of it. You got to become aware of it. Okay? Um, but overall, you know, be the observer of your feelings, not the absorber. Always have a metaphysical space between you and your feelings because your feelings are visitors they're not really you all right they're just visitors energy does not die they just transform so if somebody's in front of you and you're not aware that they're projecting and they're projecting onto you and you take that information personally it's gonna affect you okay and then next thing you know, you know, you're stressed out, you're dwelling because what that person said to you, you're losing sleep. You know, you start believing it, you start talking down to yourself. You feel me? You even start getting sick. You start feeling stressed out. You even start becoming depressed, you know, and that's because you don't know how to process the emotions correctly. Okay. And by processing the emotion correctly, it's by observing the feeling. Don't absorb it. All right? Don't absorb it. Because if you absorb it, it's going to affect you emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and also health-wise. All right? And you don't want to get there. You don't want to get there. And it's the same thing with your thoughts. All your thoughts on your head, those are visitors. They're not you. Okay? Not only are there visitors, but that's your ego. When you have thoughts in words, that's the ego doing that. Alright? And then the subconscious just goes with the flow. So if your thoughts say, I should do this. And you think, and you, you're just there like, oh my God, well, okay, maybe, maybe I should, you just there thinking that's you. You think that's you. So if your thoughts kick in and say to you, you shouldn't do that, you should do this. That's not you. You are the subconscious. You are the, the, you're the action and you're the reaction behind the thought. And that's why actions speak louder than words. Okay. But you also got to be careful with your thoughts, like I said, because, you know, sometimes our thoughts are fear based and they're not really they're guiding us and helping us. OK, 
I'll give you an example. Let's say you have a you're very attracted to somebody at a bar or something, some bar you go to or whatever, right? Um, or an event. Maybe you're highly attracted to somebody there and you really want to approach them and initiate conversation and ask them for their number. And your brain tells you, no, you're, you shouldn't do that. You're, you're going to look stupid. That's fear-based thoughts. And that's not you. And then if you listen to that thought, you restrict yourself from stepping out of your comfort zone and seeing how that person is going to respond to that. You know, and then that negative thought, it's going to create a negative perspective as well. That's the crazy part. It's going to create a negative perspective of the so-called outcome of, of you approaching that individual, which is, which doesn't even exist. It's all through hallucination and illusions, you know, because we're constantly hallucinating on the physical. Okay. We're hallucinating right now. <laughs> the matrix we created this out of nothing this is this is this is just an imaginary world okay none of this stuff on this physical means anything has no purpose all right it only exists in our head but it it really doesn't exist if you go out of space with any of these material possessions none of it means anything okay some aliens deduct us and let's say you're a millionaire and you want to give that alien all those, all that money to let you go. That alien is going to be like, what the hell is that? I don't want that. How can I, how can I find that useful? <laughs> you know, I don't need that. You know, it's going to look at it as useless. You know, so sometimes we have to, you know, we have to become aware of our own illusions. We have to become aware of them because they can actually, uh, you know, uh, cause us unnecessary stress. All right. For example, let's say you buy a 30,000, I'm just making this up, a 30,000, uh, you know, dollar like piece of jewelry or something, right? And for some weird reason, it breaks on you. Okay? Why are you, even though you spent 30000 on it, but why are you going to get mad about that? You really have to think outside the box and say, okay, even though I spent $30,000 on this bracelet and it broke on me, you know, what is anger going to do to me? How is anger going to solve the problem it's not going to solve the problem the bracelet is, is still broken and if you react within anger you just adding more toxicity within your being okay and then you start um within the long run you start getting more mentally spiritually and emotionally sick you adding more into that category all right but now let's say you spend 30000 30, on a bracelet and it breaks. And you, an individual that is an observer of your feelings, you just say, okay, you know, what can I do about it? I can't do shit. 
You know, I'll go to the jewelry shop, see if they can fix it. If they can't, oh well, life goes on. I guess I, you know, spent 30000 on this, but what can I do? At the end of the day, that money that I spend on that, that jewelry that I bought, has no meaning to it. You know, when I die, I'm not taking any of this shit with me. So what's, what's the point of getting mad? Okay? So once you start thinking like this, I swear to God, everything on the matrix is going to become smoother for you. So smooth. So smooth. All right? Because at the end of the day, it's all a state of mind. And it's all a state of perception. All right? You are the observer of your feelings. You are not the absorber. Always remember that. You, you, you remember this? No matter what type of quotation, failure, disappointment is presented on the physical, it's not going to affect you so deeply. Okay? It's not going to affect you and it's not going to have power over you. Because feelings, there's like I mentioned, there's external feelings and there's internal feelings. When somebody's projecting, they're trying to like deflect their personal feelings and their unconscious onto you. And if you're not aware of yourself, that can affect you. But now the internal feelings, <clears throat> all right, comes from your source, all right? So the moment you give matter to anything on the physical, you're giving that power. You see how that works? You're giving that power, you're giving that matter, Okay. It's, it's as simple as, all right, you know, one day you don't even know that somebody exists. The next day, all of a sudden, you meet somebody and, you know, let's say you're attracted to them, like really attracted to them. Now, all of a sudden, they're, they're entering into your realm and you gave them matter, you know, and people that don't have, people that have no awareness of this. They're going around saying like, oh, this person's my world. What would I do without them? I can't live without them. But they're hallucinating and, and they're just fixated within their perception or perspective. And and they're just, you know, um, they they don't understand that, you know, people on the physical or anything on the physical comes and goes. Everything is a visitor outside of you. Okay. But the moment they start getting like this, you know, that's the internal power as well, becoming fixated within the external illusion, you know, and then they start adding more unnecessary stress on themselves. That's, that's not necessary at all. Okay. And, you know, I'm not saying, okay, be cold and remain detached. No. You don't have to be cold. You can still connect through a genuine intent. But how that person reacts or how that person responds, that's none of your business. And don't take it personal is what I'm trying to say. Don't take it personal at all. Because we all mirroring each other. This is a holographic reality. All right? Once you become aware that Everything outside of you is like a mirror. You know, 
you will realize, okay, if this trigger me, then I need to like go in my solitude and figure out why that triggered me. And that's how you start working on yourself. And that's how you take accountability. Okay. You're never what happens to you, but you are who you become. If you're just sitting there making excuses and pointing the finger and blaming anything outside of you, you have a long way to go. And you're not even close tapping into the 5D, to be honest with you. <laughs> all right. So um, all I'm trying to say is be the observer of your feelings, not the absorber. Okay. Because if you're not the observer, anything outside of you can easily influence you and manipulate you through energy. Life is a game of energy. You guys have a good night. Take care.